0: Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. This can't be. Be what? Be real? the real world. And welcome to The Unzip Show. I am the bus driver, Derek. Today, we talk about why is it so expensive
1: to be poor? It's expensive to be poor in America because you have to have a certain amount of income to have a bank account. And if you don't, you end up having to use about 10% of your income just to use your money. That's 10% that you could be using to buy food, a car, Uh, education. So you overdraw on your account for a little bit, you get a $35 fee. You don't pay that off, you get another $35 fee, right? Quickly, those fees add up. um, And it turns out that it becomes very expensive to have a bank account if you have too little money. So the unbanked is those who don't have a formal bank account. But there's also a sector of people who are underbanked, right? So that have a bank account, but use payday lenders as their main access to financial services. They look like they're informal mom-and-pop shops. They've got these neon signs. It seems very much part of the community, but they're not. They're multinational, massive corporations that are highly profitable. How do they make profits? They make profits because people are poor and they need these services, and so they charge the absolute maximum allowed by law. So if you need to borrow $400 and you go to a payday lender, you end up paying something like $1,500 to $2,000 by the time you're said and done.
0: Boy, that's for sure, and I have done that before, and it's like, what, 300% interest?
1: Easy. So that is the difference between remaining a solvent, sort of uh, financially healthy individual, to being bankrupt. People that don't have bank accounts are um, people who have low income, right? So it's a lot of times people of color, the military, uh, senior citizens, students, a lot of banks...
0: Wait, 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 wait. I, 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 I fall into that category too. Wait, I have a bank account, but still.
1: Over the last several decades, left low-income neighborhoods, and as soon as these banks left, they created banking deserts, and this is when the payday lenders and the check cashers moved in very quickly to fill these market voids.
0: You gotta, you gotta think though. You know, you, y- you have to have. Poor people, that's control, right? Most people are not super wealthy, but
2: we all have an idea of what it might be like to be a wealthy person. We Wait, I I don't. Watch them on TV, we follow them on Instagram, we read their blogs and honor biographies. Unfortunately, that awareness of how the other half lives doesn't happen much
0: in the... You know, thinking about this, and, and I've offered, wondered about this myself. You have celebrities, you have, uh, you know, uh, professional sports athletes. All these people go to hotels, and they're rich, but they pay not one cent for the hotel rooms. They don't, I mean, it's, it's already, it already has gifts and lavish items all over the place when they get there. But when I show up, I'm lucky if there's a mint on the damn pillow the other direction. Though many of us have probably described ourselves as broke or poor at one
2: point or another, very few have an understanding of what real poverty feels like.
3: And it's not just a matter of having less money. Once you get below a certain threshold, a whole new set of rules apply that actually make day-to-day life more expensive. If you've never struggled with real poverty, you might not be aware of the many hidden costs and financial traps that conspire to keep poor people poor.
2: It's very hard to make your way through modern life without access to basic financial services like checking accounts, ATMs, and personal checks. But the less money you have, the more these things will cost you. That's because banks make their profits by accruing interest on your money. So if your account balance is too low, usually under $1,500, they won't consider you a profitable client anymore and they'll make you pay for their basic services in the
3: form of a monthly fee and heaven help you if you go below zero. Each overdraft incurs a charge of about $35 and many banks will deliberately reorder your transactions for the day from biggest to smallest to drive you into the red more quickly and rack up as many overdraft fees as possible.
2: If a bank is willing to extend you credit at all, the terms will be much less favorable than for someone with a rosier financial history. You'll pay more money and interest every month, and any late payments means more penalties and fees. Even cash
3: can be more expensive if you don't have much of it. If you withdraw $100 from an out-of-network ATM, that $3 fee equates to a 3% service charge. But if you can only afford to take out 20 bucks at a time, you're essentially paying a 15% charge to access your own money. Taken together, this means that a poor person might end up paying
2: hundreds or thousands of dollars a year for services that wealthier people virtually enjoy for free. It's no wonder then that a lot of low-income people avoid banks altogether. But even that comes at a steep price. Cashing a paycheck without a bank account costs money. Buying a money order to pay your electric bill costs money. And if that bill is due in just a couple days, well, you can either get hit with a late fee or FedEx it.
0: but don't, but don't they have now online banking? There's no brick and mortar. There's actually like what, like, uh, well, there's a few, I don't wanna name unless they're, unless they're gonna pay me for a sponsorship, but um, there's, there's some um, virtual banks or online banks that charge no fees now. I think there's two or three or four or five of them. Extra expense that someone with a
2: debit card and an internet connection never has to worry about.
3: If you think that dealing with credit card debt is bad, thank your lucky stars you've never dealt with a payday or car title lender. These businesses are often the only recourse for people without credit cards, and their interest rates reach upwards of 800% annually. Not only does it cost more
2: to borrow and spend money, but what you spend it on is often more expensive. If you have to feed a family on a tight budget, buying in bulk at a supermarket is usually the best option, but not one available to many poor people. Even if they had the cash on hand to buy weeks worth of food in one trip, how is someone who depends on public transportation supposed to get at home?
3: On their lap on the bus? Big food retailers, ones with enough purchasing power to offer low prices, are notorious for avoiding poor neighborhoods. And people who live in these so-called food deserts often lack the mobility to cruise around town bargain hunting. Instead, they're stuck with local convenience and corner stores whose prices are much higher. Or they rely on fast food, which can seem cheap in comparison, but is actually more expensive than cooking at home, to say nothing of the long-term health risks.
0: Didn't used to be. Used to be you could go to uh, through fast food and it'd be a lot cheaper. Nowadays, not so much. I mean, if you go to some of these, you're paying an upwards of $15 for a burger and fries.
2: Rent can also be more expensive. Most landlords require a security deposit between $500 and $1,000 to move in, an impossible sum for people barely scraping by. And in that case, your only option other than homelessness might be a low-end extended stay motel, which typically don't require deposits, but cost way more than an apartment in the long run. And they often lack amenities
3: like kitchen appliances and laundry that save apartment dwellers time and money. They say time is money, and the less Money you have, the more time you have to spend on everyday tasks, waiting at the bus stop, waiting at the laundromat, waiting at overcrowded clinics and public offices. This leaves much less free time to take care of one's family, pick up extra work, or strategize a way out of poverty. It gets worse.
2: Inflation, the general increase in prices, tends to hit things like food, gas, and rent the hardest. The lower your income, the greater percentage of it goes to these costs. So a poor person will see their year-over-year expenses go up at a higher rate than a wealthy person.
3: All these pressures take a toll on one's psyche that only makes things worse. Imagine having to constantly make tough decisions about where to spend your last few dollars. Pay the water bill or buy food for dinner put gas in the car or see the doctor. This relentless burning of mental energy leads to a deterioration in the quality of one's judgment. And health. A phenomenon psychologists call decision fatigue. It's why someone might visit a payday lender when they know it's a bad idea. They're so exhausted that they'll settle for a quick fix, even if it will lead to more problems down the road.
2: Closely related to decision fatigue is the scarcity trap, which is our tendency to fixate on the resources that we have the least of, to the point that we lose sight of the big picture. Running low on diapers, for instance, can create a feeling of panic that compels a poor mother to buy six months worth of Huggies, only to realize afterwards that she didn't set aside enough money for rent.
3: Some might think that poor people just need to work harder and spend smarter. While it's true that improving your financial situation requires these things, it also requires having at least a little bit of extra cash to move around and access to decent spending options.
2: If you can't choose where you shop, where you live, or where you bank, you become a captive customer to predatory businesses. If you don't have any extra money to save or invest or budget, you can't make a financial plan.
0: And you know how, how many people actually? I mean, I know I'm not one. I can't. I can't. I don't have thousands of dollars stuffed in a bank. There's what do they say? You're supposed to have uh, what up to six months of uh, of expenses uh, saved up in the event of job loss, what have you? Could you imagine trying to save six months? I mean, some of you probably can do it. Um, but I'm gonna guess majority cannot, like myself. Could you imagine putting away enough mortgage payments for six months or enough utility
4: payments? (sighs) Apparently slurping coffee uh, adds some air in there which makes it taste better. Seems like it's really just obnoxious. The poverty line in the U.S. right now is $26,000 per year for a family of four and today i wanted to talk about why it's more expensive to be poor than it is to be rich like the fees and the things that poor people deal with that the rich and middle class don't really have to and why it's harder to be poor and harder to get out of that cycle one reason for poverty is that the minimum wage has not kept up with the cost of living so wow
0: you think it's not even close even even if you doubled doubled the uh, minimum wage you would just barely make it in some places i live in colorado i'm in the denver area it's uh good luck with that it'd be like living in california or florida or new york could you imagine if trying to survive on minimum wage I, I i don't it's it's ridiculous and those who do have to have two three four and five jobs just to pay the rent
4: if you're working at that job you're gonna have to work more hours than you would before just to be at that same level as somebody else. So you're kind of starting from behind. More and more Americans are struggling and living paycheck to paycheck, especially with everything that's going on right now. So whether you're making 25,000 or 40,000 or 60,000, you can still be extremely stressed and have to deal with a lot of these things. And actually tens of millions of Americans are dealing with all these things and it's making the rich richer. The lack of money leads to higher interest. So when the rich borrow money and you have a good credit score and you have a lot of money in the bank, People almost shove money in your face and ask you to invest it. They ask you to take this money.
1: Shut up and
2: take my money.
4: You'll get better rates on everything. Money will just be cheaper for you. But when you're poor and you have bad credit, money's gonna be more expensive. Everything you buy on credit is gonna be a higher percentage because the lower your credit score is, the more interest you're gonna pay. So whether that's buying a house or a car or anything else, you're gonna have to pay a higher rate than the rich. When you don't have enough money to pay for things, something that has become popular is rent to own. And this can really add up and really be expensive. So maybe your refrigerator breaks and you don't have the 500 or a thousand or $1,500 to buy a new refrigerator. Well, you might have $30 a week that you could pay for that. But instead of spending $1,000 on a refrigerator, when you're doing the $30 a week, it might end up costing $1,500 or more. But a lot of people don't see it that way or they have no choice. So they end up renting their furniture. Rent-
0: Which is gonna be more or less more on the side of they have no choice. If you need a refrigerator and your your refrigerator takes a dump and shits the bed, and you need another one, I mean, unless you rent somewhere, of course. How how how? No no one's got thousands of dollars to go. Pl- well, I mean, I don't want to say nobody, but most people don't have that. You got to rent home, which kind of screws you.
4: Renting their TV, renting their appliances, and all those things, while you think you can manage that monthly payment, it's actually spending a lot more in the long run, whereas rich people are able to pay cash for things, get them on sale. I'm not calling myself rich because I'm not, but when I buy an appliance, I'm able to pay cash for one and I'm able to get one that has a ding in it. So maybe instead of a $1,500 one, I get it on sale for 50% off or $700. And I'm able to do that because I'm paying cash for. If I didn't have the cash, I would have to finance it. Uh, and it would cost me a lot more because I wouldn't be able to get those same type of appliances. So when you have less money, you have a lot less options and it's a lot easier to get taken advantage of. Maybe because
0: maybe his, his uh, YouTube channel does. good. see. This is Gabe B-U-L-T on YouTube, by the way. Um, he can pay cash for Maybe I need to dump this podcast shit and just go do YouTube. Yeah, no, not not pretty enough.
4: Nearly 10 million Americans don't have bank accounts. And around 25 million Americans have trouble maintaining their minimum balance. On average, these families spend around $3,000 a year on bank fees, overdraft fees, high interest. Whereas somebody who always has enough money in the bank to cover their needs is never gonna have to pay a lot of those fees. Another thing is if you don't have a bank account, you have to go to a check cashing service,
0: By the way i I can maintain the minimum balance for about 30 minutes tops
4: a lot of times you're going to pay a percentage so right off the bat you're losing a percentage of your paycheck just to receive it and that's the cost of not having a bank account another thing has been payday lenders this has become really popular recently and there's even apps now that offer you an advance on your paycheck and if you can't wait for your paycheck because maybe you went to the er or you had an emergency you got a flat tire and you need money now you can get that money early. You can get it in advance on your paycheck, but oftentimes it comes at an absorbing cost. It can cost you up to 400% on that money so people are just making an insane amount off of you for instance the average return in the stock market has been you know around 10 percent and they're making 400 percent by you know kind of taking advantage of people who really need it 400 percent just blows my mind it's just to get it a few days earlier because of emergency sometimes you just need it for you know for food or just to get by you end
0: like that anywhere. Uh, I've had credit cards in the past when uh, my credit was kind of crap and I was paying
4: 29.99%. up with other fees as well. Like maybe if you can't pay your electric bill and they shut it off, you have a reconnection fee. These fees add up to thousands of dollars a year. And when you are living paycheck to paycheck, these fees can seem normal. It's just the cost of survival when you're just that close to the edge.
0: Well, there you go. It is what it is. It's expensive to be poor. Derek at unzipshow.com is my email. Questions, comments, show ideas. Shoot me an email. Until next time...